Howdy ho, you handsome hunk. Grab a snack and gain some chunk. If your day is great or really sunk, we hope to help you shake the funk. So if you're good to hear some junk, buckle up, it's the Junk Monk Podcast. Hello, Hello and welcome to the <laughs> Junk Monk Podcast. I'm your host, Noel Hernandez. If this is your first time listening, let us fill you in. We are watching and reviewing every episode of the USA hit TV show Monk right here each week. We're going to do some eating a little bit of junk. So I've got my junk food here, which is actually a Sprite Cranberry. I know it's very in season right now. Christmas is coming up. Um, so I think you've mentioned Sprite Cranberry on the show before. They're all the rage. Let I me tell so. you. Yeah, so I saw it, because I don't remember when you said it, but I thought it was on the show. So I saw it at Walmart, and I was like, oh, Sprite Cranberry. Mm -hmm. So I bought it for you, and I saved it so that we could kick off Season 7 with a bang. And I actually have cheesecake, which is my absolute favorite dessert. And I have cookies and cream cheesecake and classic cheesecake. Wow. Yep. Also, you must know, I've seen every episode of Monk. I'm a huge fan, started watching in 2007, and for the most part, watched it as it aired. I've seen season one and those we've done on the show, and a few scattered here and there in different seasons. So, if you're ready to start the show, Toby, take it away. Here's what happened. All right, guys. Season seven. Episode one. It is Mr. Monk Buys a House, like Noah said. Season seven, episode one. So, here's what happened. In the opening scene, we see an elderly man with his nurse when she begins to try and coax information out of him. He is clearly suffering from memory loss, and when she can't get the information she wants, she wheels the old man up the stairs and pushes him down to his death. Next, we see Mr. Monk, who is being tortured by the sound of his next-door neighbor playing the piano, and also dealing with the loss of Dr. Kroger. He latches on to the first project he can find, buying a house. After moving into his new home, he quickly finds a problem and calls handyman Honest Jake to fix it up. Honest Jake isn't so honest when it becomes evident that he's up to something after continually demolishing Adrian's house. We also soon see that he knows the murderous nurse and she is soon murdered by Honest Jake himself. As Monk and Natalie oversee the renovations, he finds clues that the old man was murdered and connects Jake to it all when he finds a bloody bradal used to kill the nurse. Unfortunately, Jake sees this and chains them up to a bathtub. It turns out the old man had actually robbed a bank in 1968 and had hidden the money somewhere in his house. The nurse knew this, told Honest Jake, and he eventually conned his way into Mr. Monk's house to search for the loot. Luckily, Natalie is able to send up a smoke signal, and the captain and Randy save them in the end. Okay. All right. That was Mr. Monk Buys a House. Candace... What did you like about this episode? All right. Well, let's start with the biggest thing to happen in this episode, which is Stanley Camel, mm-hmm. right? He obviously passed in between season six and season seven mm-hmm. of a... Did, did you ever know what he passed away from? We nope. didn't talk about it. So in the episode, do you remember what happened to him? Yeah, he, he had a heart attack is what he, they used to cover it up. Yes. And he died in real life of a heart attack. <gasps> Yeah, and so they actually, at the end, I believe, of this episode, when it originally aired, they did a PSA about heart, 
like heart disease or something like that and honored Stanley Camel. So yeah, so uh, very sad, obviously, for them. But I will say that I thought it was a very good tribute to him. I thought that the episode was very appropriate in the sense that it didn't delve too much into Mm -hmm. that, right? Because as much as Dr. Kroger was a staple of the show, he wasn't a main character. So it wasn't... Like, you know, not not to sound, you know, rude, but it wasn't super, super, super devastating that he wasn't one of the main characters. Yeah. So it wasn't like a whole storyline about him. They kept it a monk episode and they beautifully mm-hmm. wove his absence into the crime. That's so true. Yeah. And so I, re- I really appreciated that. And I thought, again, I thought it wasn't too, it wasn't too much. It wasn't too little. And so, yeah. Uh, That's rest in peace to Stanley Camel. I'm not going to lie, that's one of my dislikes, Candace. Oh, okay. All right, well, we'll save it then. Okay. Okay, so my first like is that me and the guy who fell down the stairs have something in common. We have big gashes in our heads. Oh, my gosh. Okay, <laughs> so, guys, I got into an epic fight and won. With Toby. With Toby. We were out, all out brawling, right, Candace? Yeah. She can vouch for me. Yeah. We were brawling. I broke my face open, and now me and the guy who fell down the stairs are yeah, Toby hit him with a skateboard in the face. Yeah. All right, my next like is Monk is actually happy. I actually like this. So I put not a false happiness like in the cult. Yeah. He was actually, I, I think, right, because we know that he was trying to search for something to fill this void from Dr. Kroger, and he was upset about the girl singing or, you know, playing Chopin, and we will find out that at the end, but... I think he was genuinely happy to be having that responsibility, like he said, mm-hmm. in the house. And you know, he's like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. And then he leans up against the wall and puts his hands <laughs> behind his head so awkwardly. And he's like, I'm so happy. It's <laughs> so cute. And I, I really do think that it was true happiness and not a mm-hmm. false happiness. So that's what I think. That's kind of the point of the episode. That he's like, I shouldn't have done this. So. Well, okay, but still, that's... but. It's, it doesn't mean that you can't be happy doing something. Like, it doesn't mean you can't be happy doing... Not just because he made an impulsive decision doesn't mean that he wasn't actually, like, happy that he had the house, I think. Okay. That's just... That was just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, when Natalie was trying to talk him down and he was actually like, no, I'm actually, like, I'm ready for this. I want this responsibility. Yeah. Again, maybe even if he wasn't ready or whatever... I think he was actually happy. It wasn't something he was trying to, like, suppress. Yeah. I don't think he was trying to suppress any emotions there. Okay. I get you. I get you. Um, So, speaking of the guy who fell on the stairs, his death was done pretty well. Like, really? VFX-wise, visual effects-wise, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed really? visually watching it. No way. I put that as a dislike, too. No way! Yeah. We're literally opposite today. Everything we've literally said as a like, the has other person has a dislike. That is oh so funny. Oh my gosh. So, okay, what about, since it's your like, what did you like? You said, uh, like, the effects of it. Like, walk us through it. Because I have I have my dislike about that, so I'm wondering what you liked about because it. Because Monk has very blaringly obvious bad uh, VFX sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it looked normal to me. Like, I watched it, and then I rewatched it with you and still approved of it. Like, right. mm-hmm. it, it seemed natural okay. to me. Okay. At least. Okay. I don't know. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. So next, obviously, after Stanley Camel, um, Dr. Kroger leaves, uh, we have the new guy, 
Dr. Bell. What did we think of Dr. Bell? That's a dislike of mine. Really? Okay. All right. So I put, I like Dr. Bell. He seems like a nice no guy. Way. And he seems like a great therapist so far. Whenever Monk meets him for the first time, he hands him a wipe. He has his favorite water and he fills it up halfway or half empty, whichever he wants to see it. He got one of Dr. Kroger's paintings and it's a, you know, it's supposed to make Monk feel comfortable, which, you know, he says it doesn't. I'm surely uncomfortable. This isn't right or whatever. But I feel like he was nice. And then also like all those things, you know, added together made him a, you know, a good therapist so far. And then also he was right on the money by saying like, look, you're doing this because Dr. Kroger passed away. You, you only got bothered by this girl five weeks ago whenever he died. And so his very first time at bat, I think he swung and got a hit. However, that seems to be a dislike for you. <laughs> it is. Okay, so what, what is next for you then? My next like is that Dr. Kroger, quote unquote, saved Monk's life, is what he said. And it was really sweet. Oh. Monk oh, was yeah. like, you mm-hmm. don't get it, Natalie. Dr. Kroger saved my life. You didn't know me before, Dr. Kroger. Yep. That was so that, sweet. That was so sweet. But yeah, that whole, that whole thing. And then, of course, the end where they show his photo at the mm-hmm. end where Monk is you know smiling and listening to Chopin with the window cracked and stuff. That was really nice. I thought that was great. Yeah. Uh, I have a Randy line. We didn't have a lot of Stoudemire and Randy action in this episode, but there is a good Randy line whenever they're just talking about, you know, the bank. Like, oh, yeah, they got away with $4 million. And Randy's like, <laughs> yeah, that's back when $4 million was a lot of money. <laughs> just like... It wasn't, it wasn't like blatant. It was not a blatant, blatant, like drop Joke, dead hilarious yeah. Randy line, but it was just, he just got it in there. <laughs> one, two punch. And I liked it. It was funny. <laughs> it, was like, it was good. I liked that. I $4 million was a lot of money. <laughs> yep. Okay. So my next little monk, Dr. Kroger line is he wasn't just a therapist. He was Dr. Kroger. I know. Yeah, and then also whenever he's... uh, This is a more funny line, but whenever he's talking to Honest Jake in the hardware store... Oh, no, sorry. He's not talking to him yet. He's talking to the guy, the worker. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, do you have any, you know... Do you have a nozzle that has, like, 100 holes in it instead of 98? And the guy's like, you are nuts. And he's like, well, you see, I bought a new house. My therapist, my new therapist says, because my old therapist died, Dr. Kroger, same as Charles. Some people called him Chuck. Well, I didn't call him Chuck. I had way too much respect for him to call him Chuck. I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Because I think we also see in the past that um, Harold calls him Chuck. And so I was like, oh, that was an interesting, cool. like, oh, I have too much respect for him to call him Chuck. Uh-huh. I kind of liked that little, it was a kind of a little Harold jab in my yeah. eyes, but otherwise it was, it was sweet. It was still a sweet yeah. moment talking about him. This is actually what I wrote first, very first. Beautiful Natalie hair. Oh my oh, gosh. Yeah, Big did. round of applause for Natalie's hair. I'm so proud of her. She grows every season. <laughs> it is so good. I love it. It's beautiful. It's like just the right leg. It's nice. Yeah, it's so funny because before the before it even showed Natalie, you said, "Natalie, you better not cut your hair." <laughs> and then she popped up, and you're like, "Beautiful! It's beautiful!" <laughs> I was like, "Oh my gosh, she's totally gonna write that down." <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, my next thing is about Natalie as well. We have some Natalie sass. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Monk's like, hey, whoa, don't stand on the rug. You don't want to wear it out in one place. You got to move. And she's like, oh, like this? <laughs> and she goes in this tiny little square. And he's like, 
no, 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 bigger, bigger turtles. And she's like, okay, I'll just stand over here. She's just, she's totally teasing him. And then she's like, okay, just forget, it. I'll stand over here. But uh, it's, it's super cute. It's really cute. funny. Um, Monk is really bored, and he's at the police station, and Stottlemyre and Randy are just chilling there. Stottlemyre's brushing up on his boat, uh, like, test questions. Oh, yeah. I thought that was an interesting little line. Yeah. Yeah, Storyline. And (laughs) they're like, Monk, why are you so bored? And he's like, oh, you know, there's people at home. They're like, wait, why can't you go home? And he says, I can't. Beethoven Jr.'s still at it. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's looking through the files, and he's like... He's like, guys, look at this man. He fell down the stairs or whatever. He, This is not right. And they're like, Monk, he was like 90 years old. Like, he was his time to die. And then Monk says, come on, nine decades of perfect health. And this guy's just up and dies. Something's not right here. It's so funny. Because, again, it's to me, it's like the Randy line. It's not an overtly, like, super, super funny joke. But whenever you dissect it, you're like, wait, nine decades of perfect health? <laughs> like, so he was 90. <laughs> it's yeah. so cute. Oh, I'm done. You are? Okay. I, I only... accidentally wrote a like in my dislike or a dislike in my likes. Oh, okay. I have one more, which is Honest Jake. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's funny. I think he's funny. I wrote down, I, I wrote down all the lines because I, th- I'll talk about it a little bit more in my dislikes, but I'll just say that Honest Jake grew on me in the sense that. Really? You st- Two, maybe I didn't like him, but I'll talk about that in a second. So his funny lines, right? He says, um, he's talking to Monk. He's like, I got a cousin like you. He makes coffee nervous. That was cute. (laughs) And he's talking to Monk and he says, you know, I'm like a surgeon. You won't even know I was here. And then it cuts and he's like, boom, and knocks down the wall. It's just hilarious. And then he's like, all right, we uh, we got a, I can't even say it. He says, all right, uh, Problerino, this here's Uh what you call a glitch. (laughs) It was so cute. And then he said... I think he says, this is what us in the business or something, we call a glitch. It was so funny. It was so funny. And he says, uh, I thought you got this place inspected. And he's like, I did. And he's like, what was the guy blinded both eyes? That's <laughs> <laughs> messed up. And he's like, he's like, okay, so we got a problem. This wall has got to go. And this wall also has to go. And this section of the floor also has to go. And Monk's like, oh no, what about that wall? And he's like, that also has to go. <laughs> And he's like, oh, no, that's my third favorite wall. <laughs> so funny. And then he says, uh, he says, but don't, and then he's like, he busts open that wall. And then he's like, oh, man, another problem. The pipes right here, this water line is totally corroded. Got to replace it. But don't worry. Got a guy. His name is Honest Ramon. And he's like, of course it is. And then, and then the next scene, he's like, all right, I've got some good news. And Monk and Natalie are like, what? And he's like. Ramon's getting married. <laughs> She's like, the house. What about the house? And he's like, oh, yeah, the house. Bad news. Mold. <laughs> it's cut. Tons of mold. So what we got to do, we got to go in and we got to get the mold out. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. But, yeah, so those are all my funny, honest Jake lines. And, yeah, I liked him. I liked is him. that it? Is that, that all you That is all. Okay, Candace. So what did you dislike about this episode? All right, so I think we've talked about all these things already, but first, whenever you said the camera, like, the camera work, or... What did you say? The CGI, or... It wasn't CGI, but you said... Okay, yeah. So, I put the camera work as far as, like, 
I think what made it look believable is how, like, chaotic it was. Because uh-huh. it was like, flash to her, flash to him, flash to her, flash to the stairs, flash back to her, flash to... And then he pushes her, and then it flashes big to the stairs, back. And I was like, whoa, 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 this is too much. Like, a little disorienting. Really? Yeah. So that was my first dislike I wrote down. I put camera work on that murder was a lot. It's better than having the... What's it called? The bad The life. stunt actor. The stunt yeah. men. Yeah. Like, Which he, that, there was a obvious. there was a stunt guy. You could yeah. tell it was a stunt guy, but it wasn't it wasn't super well, obviously bad. Obviously, it's not the old the man. Old guy. Well, I know. I said, oh, I said guys, oh. they <laughs> might not have thrown the old guy down the stairs. I'm just saying. I noticed that it was a stunt double. He was skinnier than the old man, but not nearly as bad as Natalie or Monk's stunt doubles. So yeah, yeah, agreed. Okay. Also, so, the, the old man dying was sad, too. Oh, it was sad. But, but the camera work He's was like worse. He's, like, saying random things when he just dies. <laughs> what, what's going on? What, what's happening? I never got off the stairs. Not as, not as sad as the very old man, though. That was sad. Remember, he got suffocated by his pillow. And he's like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. You're not Sam. And then he's like, oh, yeah. That's so sad. <laughs> Did you like my effects there? <laughs> okay, so... At the very beginning of the episode, it showed the nurse, his nurse, right? And she was blonde. And I was freaking out because I thought it was Natalie's replacement. <laughs> oh, my God. No, you did not. I was like, oh, my gosh. What did they do? No way. That's hilarious. And then he walked, she walks up to the old guy. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That is too funny. I oh, literally, I swear, I was so scared, Candace. And then you were all worried about her hair. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, you better not cut your hair. <laughs> oh my god, it's a different person. <laughs> oh my gosh, though. So that's that's I like that. I like that one. That's good perspective. My next one is actually about Natalie. The real Natalie. I don't like when she talks Monk down from buying the house. I don't know, and I know we have different perspectives, so you probably don't agree with me whatsoever. But like in a normal circumstance, I feel like it is kind of her job to like talk him out of it like Mr. Monk you're being a little drastic but she says you know oh you're gonna be so and he's like smiling and she's like and she's like he's like happy Natalie like happy and she's like yes yes of course you're gonna be happy whatever and then uh, she's like but are you sure you want to leave your house and he's like what why like this is fine and she's like because Trudy was there it's like really Natalie like bring it up I don't know I don't I like mean, it. I mean, it's a good way to try and convince him not to move into this house. Well, I know, but he already bought it anyway, so. And she's like, are you sure? She wasn't Miss there Trudy. when he bought it. Miss Trudy. She, he wasn't, she wasn't there when he bought it. I, I know, but that's what I'm saying. It's already done. He already bought the house. So instead of being excited for him, she's like, oh, but are you going to miss Trudy? I'm like, thanks for helping me move on with my life. Okay, I get it. Never mind, Candace. But she does come around. I will be yeah, fair. She does. she does. She's like, of course, we're gonna, you're gonna be so happy. And then they have. Uh, she's like, let's let's take a, make a toast. And so she pours champagne or whatever. I guess cider because Monk doesn't drink, right? Yeah. Long no, she said she says cider. Oh, she said cider. Okay. And then sparkling cider. And then she's like, okay, I want to make a toast. And he's like, hey, shut, shut, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, what? And is that when he figures out the light is crooked? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and he's like, this light is crooked. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, great. <laughs> That's why you shouldn't have bought this house. So, okay, Natalie was right, I guess. Okay, so my next dislike is me being able to tell that the handyman was the guy from the beginning. 
As soon as I saw that dude, I literally yelled out, that is so the guy. Because mm-hmm. it was. It was kind of obvious. I don't know. Uh, do you recognize him, though? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Is he, he's the guy? Really? He's really famous, yeah. Name one thing he's in. Well, I'll save it for... <sighs> Fine. Candace, can I open my Sprite Cranberry? Uh, I mean, you've tasted it before, so it's not like some big reveal, like, oh, look at that. That's true. So, yeah. But sure. it's probably going to be Go my number it. one of the season. Just saying. Oh, well, uh, that's true. Ready, everyone? Oh, I said it wasn't going to be a big reveal. <laughs> <sighs> okay. The most refreshing drink ever. To ever exist. And I did taste it. He got mad because I tasted it before. But because, yeah. of course, Toby was a little poo-poo and he wanted a sip. So I poured him a little shot. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, maybe, you know, I'll just go ahead and sip it so that I don't have to drink after Noah. And then... That's your fault. That's not Toby's fault. Yeah. Well, I was just trying to oh, be... Oh, Toby. He's the worst. Was... You can't pin this on Toby anymore. Okay. Gosh. I'll move on. Okay. My <laughs> next dislike is about Honest Jake also. Obviously, he was the bad guy. Right? Yeah. Uh, the scene that I didn't like was when he killed the girl. I could have like completely lived without that scene because like I said, like all of his parts were like pretty funny. And then even at the end, he wasn't, it was like he was super funny when he was like drawing his gun on them and stuff. But you know, he was still getting like his funny, he was trying to do his like funny jokes while he was trying to kill him, you know? So I just thought that the whole scene where he's like, you know, I was waiting for you, you know, uh, Adrian Monkey's on to you. And she's like, the back door's not uh, not broken. And he's like, it is broken. But, uh, yeah. Like, it was just very like, mm, I just, it wasn't necessary. I know it kind of showed that he was a murderer, but I think that he could have, I'm rewriting it here. I feel like he could have been in on it with the girl and then they could have just, their plan was to kill Ramon all along. Because uh-huh. he still would have been a murderer. She would have still been a murderer. Then they would have been a couple of murderers. It would have been fun. And it would have been, it would it just would have been more like, a, more like a love triangle thing. You know, uh-huh. like, oh, well, we're a couple and we're doing this for the money. Kind of thing. Instead yeah. of him. Because I didn't think it was that clear. Like, why did she even tell Honest Jake about the money because mm-hmm. they didn't didn't say like was he her ex-boyfriend or were they just friends or you know what i mean yeah. and then he just shows up in her apartment like what relationship did they even have where... we've never seen a couple that are like killers honest shake is another one of those I feel just like villains seen... that suck i feel like we've seen one mm. oh yeah 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 the uh the earthquake the oh the, the australian dude yeah and... and they i mean there's got to be a lot with mistresses though yeah, yeah, because the birds and the bees. The guy has a mistress. Oh, the one where the elevator, where she gets choked in the elevator, with the scarf. Yeah, yeah. Mistress. Yeah, a lot of mistresses. Yeah. Okay, we debunked ourselves on that one. I know. Okay, but this one reminded me because you said, "Oh, this is like another villain that sucks." However, I compared it to Dan Butler in the hospital goes to the hospital that we like did not like that episode that was like the most boring episode he's the bald guy who plays bulldog on frazier okay yeah right this is bs yeah (laughs) six this is totally bs (laughs) exactly that guy so i thought that guy didn't have any funny lines like nothing he did in that whole episode was funny he was only a murderer 
And so I do not have, like, any good things to say about, mm-hmm. like, oh, but he was funny. Like, at least this guy was funny. Was funny. And he was, a, you know, obviously he was a big star to get season opener. And they, I think they at least used him better than they used him. Yeah. Not comparison maybe to other people, not not the best. Sarah Silverman. But, exactly. Uh, yeah. Other detective. But again, this guy is supposed to be a really funny guy. And they used him how, how yeah. they did, so... I just, I gave him a, a little bit of a plus. And, and like I said before, I kind of changed my mind about him and this whole episode just because before I always saw this as like, I don't, I don't like this guy in this light. But then when I watched it back and thought, actually, he was kind of funny. I mm-hmm. saw it differently. So. Okay. I did not like how they kind of just replaced Dr. Groger. Okay. I'm going to be honest because it was like. Oh, man, I'm so sad. Dr. Kroger's gone. Oh, there's a new therapist. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to him. I think maybe we should have had an episode or two without him. Because Dr. Kroger's not that integral to the show. Mm-hmm. So we could have had an episode or two without him. Then, you know, this could have happened. I don't know. I could not agree more. I could not agree more. It's a little... I thought the same thing. I thought... You know what? This is not a Natalie Sharona thing. Like, this is not, oh, Biddy Shram left the show, so we need to hire Monk a new assistant. And and they did have an episode without Sharona, Mr. Monk and the Game Show. So Mm -hmm. it was like, I know it wasn't right before Natalie came. It was a, but I think they reordered those. Yeah. To to make it not look suspicious. Exactly. So I could not agree more. I think they could have left it out and they could have had the death of him and then because it's he still could have died in that episode like you, you know what i mean they still could have addressed his death yeah. in that season opener and then given it a couple of seasons yeah i'm so Se- season 12 <laughs> <laughs> whoa 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 hey calm down a couple at the of, end episodes. of the finale maybe you could have gotten a new therapist <laughs> he could have <laughs> that actually wouldn't have been that bad that wouldn't have been that bad yeah okay my next one is i felt like there were and I don't really dislike episodes that much, but there were just a lot of plot holes and plot conveniences in this Agreed. one. And so uh, we watched this one with Toby. Yeah. And Toby actually, his job is building houses. Yeah. This so, is Tobias, by the way. Yeah. So he constantly was just like, no, that's not the mm-hmm. wiring. And he said, uh, but to be fair, he said, the only reason these aren't plot holes is because he, Honest Jake is obviously lying the whole time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, he's lying about the wiring. That's not how wiring works, but he's lying. So technically not a plot hole. But I just wrote it down because Tobias wouldn't shut up about yeah. it. So he was like, yeah, the wiring isn't right. That tub, whenever they're dragging it across the floor. Had no piping. Had no piping on it. The plumbing and the whenever he says, oh, this plumbing is corroded. He says, you wouldn't be able to tell that from the exterior. Mm-hmm. You would have to like look at the interior of the pipes. And then... My Paul, I don't think I don't think Toby said this, but was Jake a contractor? Or was he totally was he was he knowingly lying him. about the things, those things, or did he not know? Was he an actual? Was he not a contractor Whoa, at all? Oh, that's just a question. That's not anything that we could answer. Because he had a business card. Yeah, but the business card said "Honest Jake" on it, and, it and, then, like at the end, man, and right? then at the end, and then yeah. Like Honest Jake Handyman. Handyman. And then at the end, he says, they don't really call me Honest Jake. So, was... So we had a whole business cards faked? Yeah. That's right? stupid. I said major commitment 
yeah. with business cards. So do they call him Honest Jake or not? Is he really a contractor or was he lying about it? Well, obviously they don't call him Honest Jake. But that was on his business card. So he said if, if they don't really call him Honest Jake, we would be led to believe that that was a fake business card. Which means that he does not have to be a contractor. So he's probably not a contractor then. Mm-hmm. That was a fake business card. Or else, if he was a contractor, he wouldn't. He shouldn't have said the line. They don't really call me honest, Jake, because they would have. So, okay. Yeah. My last dislike is Ramon, the one Mexican character we get. Candace, we had the maids before, and he's a uh, the maids and the construction worker, Candace. Are you kidding me? The maid? No, but we've had the maids before. Oh, remember the homeless guy? No, the homeless people are always white. <laughs> Hector was Mexican. He worked at the junkyard. Hector? Oh, yeah. That wasn't super stereotypical. I don't that think the people, Mexicans work at junkyards. That's weird. Whatever happened to Mexican count? We are like... Oh. Mexican count? Do they that, know that? Did that ever make it I don't in? Think so. No. Guys, you're getting, this is a season seven bloopers behind the scenes <laughs> sneak peek. So, you know, our transition junk time, right? It goes, Brrr. okay, originally yeah. that was like a Morocco type sound uh-huh. for us. And we were going to do Mexican count. Yeah. Did we do it? I, I think don't, we did. I don't think we did. Maybe like we did it once, episodes. guys. I think we did it's been like, a really long time. Because I remember I was like, Candace, I want to do it. And like, I was like, on the podcast. Yeah. And you're like, you're not going to do it. And I didn't do it. Yeah. Because I was like, no, that's going to, you we're said, never going to remember that. You said, I'm not going to do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, I said, was, you have to do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and then you were like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Maybe we did. I honestly don't remember. I really don't remember. And that's where we Because Will and Keiko time. did an Asian yeah. count on their podcast. Yeah. They barely found any, did they? I can't think of There was a few. There were some that were, there's some you haven't seen yet, I think. Oh, there was an Asian guy in Mr. Monks on the Run part two. The security guard that's with uh, Sheriff Rollins in the truck. Oh, His, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, He's Asian. C.S. Lee. There's a... Mm, I remember his name. Okay. He was on He's know. the Guy. He, he was? was? Yeah. Oh, yeah! I don't remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. Yep. Okay, my last dislike is the crime was really boring. The crime itself, like not even not even the overall episode, just the crime itself was boring. And then I've come to realize, I think, you know how I'm always like, I don't really like treasure hunts, whatever. I don't think I like ones with bank robberies. I think those are boring. I think those might bore me. Mm-hmm. Because remember the bank, I gave it like a 9.95 and you were like, what? Why? Because of the crime. And you were like, but the bank, remember? And all the clues he put together. I was like, but it just, I don't, I don't dig the bank robbery thing in general. I like that. I forgot to mention that this episode was really, really, really boring. It was super boring. Yeah. Not a favorite. Well, and I'm sure this will reflect in our ratings in a bit, but let's move on. Mm Mm-hmm. He's the guy. Okay, where is Honest Jake from, Candace? Oh my gosh. He's so famous. He's so famous. Never heard of him. Okay. His name is Brad Garrett. And tons of people are going to know him. I mean, tons. He's Brad Garrett, a.k.a. Honest Jake. He is so famous from Everybody Loves Raymond. 
Everybody oh, loves Raymond. I've never seen He's, it. Okay, but to, to be fair, though, Everybody Loves Raymond was on for like 10 seasons mm-hmm. on CBS. Ray Romano was like the highest paid actor at the time on his show. He was getting like $1.1 million or something crazy Whoa. per episode. So, which his co-stars weren't because they weren't Raymond, but, you know. <laughs> Everyone loves Raymond, not you guys. <laughs> yeah, and and I think you would like Everybody Loves Raymond personally. You can watch it on Peacock TV, which is where you can watch Monk, but <gasps> Everybody Loves Raymond is on premium. You have to pay to watch oh, no. Raymond. Is Monk yeah. on premium? On, no, it, Monk's free on Peacock. Really? Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. But um, Brad Garrett was on Everybody Loves Raymond. He... He, he it's funny because he's so well known from that that everyone thinks that his voice is deeper than what we heard because mm-hmm. he talks like this you know I, I terrible impression but he's like everybody loves Raymond I'm doing it creepy but yeah I get I, it's super creepy <laughs> but I did the I did the everybody loves Raymond thing pretty good but his voice isn't really that deep mm-hmm. and then when he auditioned for it he was like I think I'm going for more like an Eeyore type of vibe like he's very like mopey because he's yeah. super tall. Like, super, super tall. And he's supposed to be the older brother, I think, to Raymond. But everybody loves Raymond. Nobody loves like, Robert. Like the guy from Man with a Plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very similar to that. Same mm. network, too. Interesting. Same people. Same people. <laughs> Illuminati. <laughs> and then after Everybody Loves Raymond ended, he had his own TV show for, like, maybe three or four seasons which was uh, called Till Death. And it was about him and his wife, and they had, like, a grown daughter. It was okay. I wa- I did watch Till it. Till Death? Mm-hmm. Oh. Like, Till Death to his part. But yeah, yeah, I get Till it. Death, yeah. I thought it was, like, a name, like, like Edith, but, like, Tildeth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, okay? Wow. No one knows nothing about Brad Garrett. This is coming blatantly obvious. Tildeth. Okay. I have someone else, which is McNally Seagal. And TBH, I thought I recognized her, so I looked up her credits. She was um, Pamela Moody in the episode, which was, I guess, I guess the old guy, the old, the old guy, right, that died. Oh, his yeah. niece, the one that was crying. Aww. That that was her. I thought I recognized her, and I I didn't. I figured out who she looks like though, um, <laughs> because I thought I recognized her. I was like, she looks like a mix between like the mom from. Uh, Home Improvement, mm-hmm. and uh, Molly Ringwald, which is the mom on Riverdale. Yeah, Archie's mom. Uh-huh. I thought she looked like her, and so I was like, "Man, this lady's familiar." So I looked her up, and I was like, "No, I don't recognize her." But she was in Code Black, Jane the Virgin, Scandal, Criminal Minds, Everwood, House, Malcolm in the Middle, three episodes of Boy Meets World as a totally different character each time, and then <laughs> she's known for playing Margaret Murphy on. Sons of Anarchy for five seasons. So maybe some people out there know wow. who McNally Seagal is. So I do not. All right, Noah. Who's our last he's the guy? Do I know? Uh, you definitely know. Who's our last he's the guy? Dr. Bell. Yeah, but I don't know what he's from. He's super recognizable. I will give him that. He looks like a Stanley Kroger. Stanley Camel. Stanley Camel knockoff. I'm not even joking. Okay. Like Walmart Stanley Camel. He's played by Hector Elizondo, and he plays Ed Alzate on, no guesses? Breaking Bad. Last Man Standing. He totally does. He's his boss, isn't he? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. isn't that funny? That's so cute. Yeah. So, yep. That uh, that is Mr. Elzate from Last Man Standing, starring Tim Allen, and he also was on an episode of Columbo. I saw him on an episode of Columbo. Wow. Yeah, where he played like um, he played he played the murderer, and he was like a prince mm-hmm. from like the Middle East or something. And he totally killed his, like, secretary or security guard or something. But, yeah. It was a pretty good episode. Wow. But, yeah. So, that is all for He's the Guy. Junk time. Candace. I'm going for the cheesecake. I actually have a question for you. Oh, okay. Do you know Morse code? No way! (laughs) That was my second question for you. What? Look at me go. I do not know Morse code, Candace. I do not know Morse code. Because they made a joke in Morse code, but I didn't get it because I don't know Morse code. And it's not like, oh, they made a joke in Spanish. Let's translate it with our phones. It's like, well, yeah, what I was saying is, from what I understand, right, each letter is like, you tap, like, so say S is like three dots or something. And so they do one, two, three. And that's like the letter S. And then one long holding of the button, right? Because it used to be like beeps. They would send yeah. people, they would send telegraphs like overseas or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, beep, 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 beep. And that was like SOS, which it's probably not right, but you know what I mean? So S is like one, two, three. And then an O was like, oh, uh-huh. <laughs> that's not, I mean, you don't sound it out like that, but you know For, what I mean? Did, so, was Natalie doing SOS? Yeah, that's what because they were like, he was oh, like, that's, soda. that's S. He was like, they're selling soda. <laughs> yeah, Randy, someone's selling soda inside their house. What? Yeah, so what? Well, you should look it up. Just look. I think I think it's all dots and dashes. Let's send our listeners a code and see if they can figure it out. Okay. And then you guys have to decode it. Decode it and then DM us. Okay, ready, guys. Three, two, one. All right, guys, DM us. My actual first question, because you took my second question. Sorry. It's okay. No, it was good. My first question is, what is your experience with home renovation? Well, I lived in a tiny, tiny little house for, like, most of my life. Yeah, more than most of my life. And it was aight. It, was, it wasn't too bad. But then my dad was like, we're knocking down your room and we're building a whole, like, basically second house. So me and my brother, who shared a room at the time, because, you know, we lived in a tiny house, were, I don't remember where we stayed. Oh, no, we just stayed in our room. We stayed in our room. They built everything. And then in, like, just a week, they just knocked down all the stuff in my room. And then, and then now I have a nice bedroom all to myself second story yeah it's a nice it's a nice little place now but before it was rough you could literally see like my room in the hallway now it's weird it's so weird yeah i mean to be fair it wasn't like he was it wasn't like he was roughing it or anything they lived in probably like a 1600 square foot house but now it's probably almost doubled, yeah. I would think. 
So just because they needed more space. You really the, did. The two brothers shared a room. The two sisters shared a room. And they just needed more. Mm-hmm. The living room. The, their living room now is a dining room. So that should tell you the size of that. Yeah. And then now their living room is gigantic. Like it was so big that whenever they, they took like a year and a half or something maybe to build it. Maybe uh-huh. just a year. They would have parties in there yeah. with like tables like how you would have like at a like a small venue yeah (laughs) they had tables like set up and they'd have like fiestas and stuff in there so yeah it was pretty dang big so their living room is pretty huge now it was oh and now it's a mask central it totally they just make masks all the time make masks uh at maiden made wait i think it's just at maiden love usa on tiktok at maiden love usa on tiktok go follow my sister and or our two sisters, right? They have, they own a mask company and they make masks and they're very cute and stylish and will suffice all your mask needs. Yeah. They embroidered our uh, monk guys. Our, our hoodies, yeah. Our hoodies. Yeah, they're super nice. So, yeah. Um, well, you know my experience with Home Reno. Oh, is, So, I live in a house that was built in 1949 <laughs> and we have been redoing this house for five years now and we've just been going so we got the house super cheap and so so that we could you know afford to buy it Uh then we bought it and then slowly have been saving every like every penny we have is like oh we have you know a couple thousand dollars let's get all new plumbing yeah so uh i you know on my hardens and hard hats you can see that like journey the five-year you know journey that we've been on so far you can see the before and afters and they're pretty impressive, if I do say so myself. They really are. But, uh, yeah, you could definitely check that out. I write a blog every week for stuff that we mm-hmm. do on the house. Not not all of it is, like, super exciting, you know. Yeah. Sometimes we're just busy, and so I'm like, okay, well, we went, you know, to play volleyball today. And, you yeah. know, so it's not all, like, home reno all the time. But one of the, like, craziest things that happened was when we moved in here, like I said, like, five years ago. Maybe uh, t- maybe we lived here for two months, mm-hmm. and every single plug in the house went out, except for two. And so, our house is about 1,800 square feet. So, you know, a small house, maybe not a problem. So, it's a little bit bigger. So, we basically had to have an extension cord plugged into these two plugs. And then, every time we wanted to use another device... Whether it's a TV, an oven, a toaster, a microwave, you know, the fridge obviously stayed, which it was a mini fridge because we didn't have a real fridge or a kitchen. Yeah. The house didn't have a kitchen when we moved into it. So we had like this makeshift. It was basically like we went from college to college 2.0. Yeah. Like living situation. So it was very interesting. But so we had, you know, two plugs the whole time. Uh, and then the, I think it was like two days before... No, it's probably the day before we were about to get all new electric. And we were like, okay, these guys better show up. We've been living like this forever. This is going to be good. The day before they showed up, all of the lights went out. The overhead lights. So we had two plugs that worked. The plugs fortunately still worked for some reason. But all of every ceiling fan, every light that was above your head went out. So we were literally in the dark. The day before the electricians came to fix the house. It was crazy. And it was, I, I think, did I make a video? I don't know where the video was, but it was so funny. 
So we had like work lamps that were lighting up the house the day before. I was like, I don't know what we would have done if it was like, you know, the next day. But all the lights kept flickering. For like a month, the lights would flicker. And we were like, please don't let this house burn down around us. Oh my God. Yeah. And then they went out and we were like, okay, well, at least we're not on fire. <laughs> they just burnt out. So something shorted out somewhere and caused everything to go. So yeah. But that's just one of our adventures. There's there's I've been multiple there's been multiple. So if you if you're interested in more of our antics at Harder Than Hard Hats on Instagram. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's move on to plot holes. All right, Candace. All right, how many plot holes do you have, Noah? <sighs> let's. It's let's kind do. of embarrassing, Candace. Okay. I have one, two, three, four, five, six plot. holes. Dang. This is a new record for me. It is. He's coming out season seven with a bang. High expectations. For real. Okay, I actually have less than that. Really? Yeah, that's a first. I think that's, that's the first ever. That is actually embarrassing. Okay, so then maybe you should go first since you have more. Monk may be crazy, but the guy doesn't have super senses. How did he hear the girl next door? I don't know because he is he is hyper sensitive to things. Like remember he can tell what someone's riding on his back. Like that's his weird, not very useful superpower. Oh, yeah. So he has heightened senses. So like Natalie's like, I can't hear it. Like I forgot about that. Yeah. So I think his O C D gives him like, you know, certain things annoy him more or things get to him more, or as normal people wouldn't be like that. But yeah, that's my argument for that. Otherwise, I don't know. Or, or Natalie's just doing one of those things, you know, where you're like, I can't even hear it. Well, you can, you can barely, barely hear it, but you're not going to admit that, she's like, you not. can. Like, I mean, yes, technically I can hear it, but don't let it bother you. Like, she's saying, like, I can't hear it. When she she kind of can. but I feel like she was like, I can't hear it. I'm not even <laughs> can't even hear Not it. just me. Okay. And this may be totally off. I want to hear your opinion if you even remember. But I feel like the interior of Monk's house does not match the exterior. That's just a small one. but mm-hmm. Okay. The niece of the man who died mm-hmm. is crying mm-hmm. because she's, you know, sad about Her, dying. Yeah. Right. She's crying, like, a lot. And the chief of police doesn't know how to handle a grieving woman. Well, he's the captain, but yeah. The captain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Captain Sotomayor, yeah. I don't know. You're right. He was very, very awkward. And then right after that, he's like, Monk, you can't just buy a house on a whim. And he's like, why not? And he's like, he pats him on the back. And he's like, you know, we're all upset about Dr. Kroger. And is very empathetic. And how he should have just been two seconds ago with the crying lady. It makes no sense. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yep, that was a good one. Go ahead, Candace. Okay. So, this might not be a plot hole, but Monk and Natalie know absolutely nothing about Homer, no. Like, nothing. Yeah. Like, this guy obviously is like, he's the contractor or whatever, but, like, he was saying stuff that just didn't even make any sense. And then he's busting open every single hole in the whole house and not fixing anything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, and uh, like... It's just interesting because Monk is so oblivious Monk 
that Natalie wouldn't be a little bit more like how the whole storyline where Natalie's like, oh, you forget that Mitch was in the Navy. I know Morse code. Like stuff that she would have just inherently learned from Mitch. That she had a drill. She had a drill. She was fixing something. Yet she's like, well, I mean, you know, he's a professional. And then, yeah. And then at the end, she's like, he's still not the worst contractor I've ever seen. So again, you didn't like trust him. Like he wasn't a good mm-hmm. guy. And I don't know. They just they just let him go. Like the Ramones, like cutting a square out of the wall. Like what is he doing? He's like, was... Jake, can you see me? Like they're obviously just messing around. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I agree with you, but also at the same time, it's like, are you really gonna go? This guy is completely lying to us. No, you're gonna go. This guy's a professional. He knows what he's talking about. If a doctor diagnoses you with something, you're not going to go, well, let me get another doctor to check up on this. What people do that, though, in home Renault. They do. If you don't trust someone, you're like, um, I'm going to get a second opinion on this because this guy's charging me a lot. He literally asked him to move the light and did not move ever move the light, just kept busting things open. Like, oh, I need to fix the mold well, and just kept yeah, busting things he was open. Because like, he was like, we have to immediately do this. Unless you want mold to spread. Unless you want a fire hazard in your house. Yeah, I guess so. Eh, I, I think guess. I think it'd be rude to be like, well, let me just ask someone else. It's just hard because Toby, he's very not bright in mm-hmm. general. But Agreed. this is like the one thing he does know a lot about uh-huh. when I've learned a lot about it. So uh-huh. I'm like, it's hard to believe that someone would do that. But I guess if you knew nothing, then you would know nothing. Yeah. So, I guess. Okay. My next plot hole is the criminal kills his partner, both of his partners, actually, but not the witnesses. Monk and Natalie are, like, crawling on the floor, like, we got to get out of here. Why is that an option? What? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. If he's so okay with killing people right there on the crime scene, witnesses, instead of locking them up, Okay, I definitely agree. 99%. My 1% would just be a just a devil's advocate thing would be maybe he kills the the nurse and he kills Ramon because they're people who expected to share the money with him. He doesn't have to share the money with Monk or Natalie. Like he obviously like was not very careful when he murdered the girl, when he murdered Ramon. Obviously, Monk and Natalie were going to know that. So, yeah, he could have killed them because they were, quote, witnesses. But also, he didn't really care about that. He was obviously going to steal stolen money that was already on the hunt. So, I think his main goal was the money and it wasn't, let me try to get away with murder. He was going to take that money when he found it and run. So, yeah, the smart thing, I'm just saying, a smart on. thing would, I, that's what I'm saying. One, I agree with you 99%. I'm just playing the other 1% as, like, he was going after the money. Mm-hmm. That's why he killed the girl and the guy. Think, I'm going to go on the run. I'm not going to be with Monk. I'm going to be with my girlfriend. Yeah. Or I'm going to be with my buddy, who I said I'd share this money with. Yeah. But I don't want to, so I'm going to kill him. I don't need to kill these people. They are not. They don't want my money. I don't have to share with them. I'm just going to run away. I'm never going to see these people again. So, yeah, I, I, I feel like that would be the only explanation for yeah. that. But My okay. next plot hole is... Is it that easy to pull a, a grown man up a stairs in a wheelchair like that? Can you lift somebody upstairs like that? Yeah. You can? She was like kind of struggling, but she's like, 
I was like, I don't think I could do that. I mean, I was not a nurse, but they didn't have one of those things. Yeah, because he so never that, goes that's upstairs. That's my but... Oh, okay. What would be their her excuse for putting them upstairs? I need to grab something upstairs. Let me take you with me. I think what they were trying. I thought about that too. I thought about the train of events. I think they were trying to say that. She wasn't watching him for a few minutes. He got disoriented because he has Alzheimer's or dementia or whatever he has. He walked up the stairs by himself. And then when she saw him, like, she was like, oh, where are you? He's at the top of the stairs. And she's like, no, don't, don't, don't do it. And he tries to come down the stairs and he falls down the stairs. The clue came in where because Monk said, look, someone used a wheelchair to get him up the stairs. He didn't wheel himself up. So the nurse tried to say that the man went up on the stairs, walked by himself, and then fell down. The what's it called? The the niece lady said that he could only walk. That he could walk distance. a little bit. I mean, yeah. Upstairs is not a short distance, Candace. Well, I know, but if... Some regular people couldn't walk upstairs. They get winded. You know? That's That would be totally suspicious, but... What motive does this nurse have to kill this guy? If you, if the, you know what I mean? If there's no blatant motive, like, oh, the nurse, we're going to believe the nurse just pushed this guy down the stairs. That's kind of weird. The guy probably had dementia. He walked up the stairs and he fell down the stairs. Not questioning too much of his capability. Because the police said, oh, I thought he couldn't walk upstairs. I thought he was in a wheelchair. And she said, well, he can walk a short distance. She explained Uh... it away. Yeah. She wasn't even suspicious, so. Uh-huh. That was her fault. That was her fault. All right, my last plot hole is, why is Natalie dragging the tub by her ankle? When you get up and, like, move it? Yes. She She's was like, literally in agony. <laughs> She's like, Ugh. It was funnier that uh, way. No, of course. It was hilarious. And then Monk, but Monk is standing up, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, come on, a little bit more. You got it. And I'm like, why would you not get up behind uh-huh. the tub and push it? Or sit there and pull, like, pull it with your body or your hands or arms. And both of them together totally could have picked up the tub. And gone outside. Yeah. And maybe the, maybe, I mean, clawfoot tubs are really, really heavy, but those chains are also really long. And they could have pulled it to the edge of those stairs, opened the door, and then yelled for help. I doubt I couldn't have gotten it up a stair one by one by one. Be better than doing Morse code, hoping that people who understand Morse code are coming to you. Yeah, no. The, again, a huge plot convenience. Like huge. Morse code, yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously they wrote the Morse code joke in to do that so they would find them and see Morse code. But the fact of how the Morse code came to help by the flute, mm-hmm. someone happening to see it, and those happening people being Stottlemyre and Randy, it's just too much. Yeah. It's too much, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, well, you have more than me. I so have two you, more. Oh, you have two more. I'm done. You went two in a row, I think. Oh, so. I'm sorry. Yeah. Monk is buying a house and is rich enough to destroy said house and move back into his old house. What is your rebuttal, Candace? Because you told me that I should write this one down because you have a whole smart rebuttal. Okay. So quick, quick thing. So Monk is renting, right? So say his rent is. $2,000 a month. Okay, something. I don't know. He's in San Francisco. It's got to be expensive, right? Yeah. So say his rent's $2,000. Okay. So 
he obviously has enough money to pay $2,000 a month for something. So say he buys a house in San Francisco. Say, I don't know, maybe that house cost $500,000. To put 5% down on a house, he would have to put $25,000 down. And the Mr. Monk joins a cult. We learn that he has 30 plus thousand dollars in savings. So he technically has a nice chunk of change where he could put down mm-hmm. money on a house. So. And then pay the workers, pay Honest Jake, pay Ramon, pay everyone to move it back. Well, right, but if you use, say, if you use savings for something, you can use the money that you're making every month to pay for other things. I mean, because he buys things in general. Uh-huh. Just saying, like, if you have, I don't know, I mean, it's kind of complicated. If you have, if I'm, if I'm using my savings to buy a big purchase like that, then I still have my money that I get normally yeah. to buy other things. Uh-huh. Like, I can pay a moving company a couple hundred dollars to move or honest Jake, if maybe if he never got the work done, maybe Monk didn't pay him. And honest Jake didn't care. He's just looking for money. You know what I mean? So it's like, well, you don't have to pay until I finish the job. Okay, well, you never finished anything. So yeah. maybe he never paid him. So and okay. then he and then he moves back into his rental. And you a lot of times you don't have to pay. I mean, if he came right back, I mean, he was there for what, a week? <laughs> if he came right back, then his... His landlord didn't have another tenant. He probably just let him move right back in, pay next month's rent mm-hmm. or whatever. So probably wasn't that probably wasn't that big of a deal. And I'm assuming he sells the house back. Yeah, he got a lot of holes in the wall. He probably lost money on the sale. He probably doesn't have that thirty thousand dollar chunk anymore <laughs> that he had from the cult. Yeah. So okay. now after this, if he buys more stuff. Then, then we can question it because he probably lost at least $30,000 yeah. on the sale of his house. So I will say that. Okay. The workers are being rude and not doing their jobs. Yeah. Toby pointed out the the moving company is a real moving company. Mayflower, the yeah. yeah, the Mayflower. And we looked it up. So, yeah, it was a real moving company. And the workers were being kind of rude. And I remember when High Conrad said, like, oh, they won't let us use a cruise line for because they don't want to, people like to portray their cruise ship as someone got murdered on it. I'm like, but the Mayflower people were actually being rude. Yeah. So that's not a nice way to portray your company. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It was a super small detail. Yeah. It was on the boxes. It wasn't even on the truck. Yeah. But, yeah. Nice catch, Toby. Yeah. Nice catch, Toby. All right. So now we're done. Now I you're done. done. No, I am oh, done. Okay. How crazy was Monk this episode? Plus Candace's crazy moments. Oh my gosh, great. Now we're going to start this. Candace's crazy moments. Okay. Monk can hear the girl playing music. Okay. The chairs in one of the guys, one of the therapist's waiting room, is they're too tall. Mm-hmm. Eye patch. The other one has an eye patch, Natalie. Come on. Mm-hmm. How would that ever work? He asks the niece, is the, is the roof new? Okay. Well, she's sobbing. Uh, yeah just ma'am just nod your head yes <laughs> whenever Stoudemire's like you can't very well just buy a house and he's like you're right I'll, I'll take, take it, it. <laughs> <laughs> whenever Natalie's like oh look his name is Nevin Bell Nevin is a palindrome that's nice you love palindromes and he's like 
No, it's not a real palindrome. The first N is capitalized. And she's like, oh, Charles was in a palindrome. And he's like, it was to me. <laughs> That's so good. Whenever he's moving, fragile means fragile. One underlined means it's really fragile. And two underlines means it's really, really, really fragile. You better be careful with it. He tells Natalie to don't wear out the rug. Mm-hmm. The light is not centered. And then, of course, that starts this whole debacle. That's his third favorite wall. A hundred holes in the nozzle. Mm-hmm. Oh, dang. I just realized there was a, another plot hole that I missed was the, the... In Mr. Monk Goes to the Asylum, whenever Sharon is taking him to the asylum and he, she's like, oh, he needs, you know, black pillowcases. He needs a star-shaped nozzle or he won't take a shower. It has to be star-shaped. I guess he's over that because he did not care if that's yeah. a star shape. So, another plot hole. Um, the nail was driving him crazy. Mm-hmm. Whenever they're dragging the tub, and he's like, Natalie, give me that hammer. And she's like, okay. And she gives him the hammer, and then they drag it over there, and then he starts hitting the nail. Yeah. And she's like, okay, now what? And he's like, that nail is driving me crazy. <laughs> like, what? He makes Natalie pull the tub, of course. And then, last but not least, the nine decades of perfect health. <laughs> Candace. Wait, out of 10 what? Of course. We screwed this up on episode freaking one. Yeah. Out of 10 what? Out of 10. As in Morse code beeps. Oh, nice. That's a good one. That's good compared to mine. I put out of 10 sets of earplugs because that episode was really loud. They were like, and they were like plugging their ears. And I was like, again, with the earplugs, guys. Yeah. Again, home reno, I have tons and tons of earplugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm obsessed with earplugs. So I was like, this one hits close to home. Ten sets of earplugs because you need them. Okay. I want to go first. Okay. I will give it out of ten. And. It sounds like we're cursing. <laughs> <laughs> out of ten. Beeps. And eight out of ten. Really? Wow. I put out of ten sets of earplugs, I put seven. And I was going to put eight. But when I started putting it down, I was like, oh, missing Dr. Kroger. And I took a point off. Just one point off. Oh, that's good. But, but there was a lot of things that were house related that... I don't think had anything to do with Dr. Kroger. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, again, that's where I kind of took the happiness thing. Like, I think he was happy separate from Dr. Kroger. Like, I don't think he was trying to, like, suppress any feelings. I think he was just kind of getting away from his house because the Chopin reminded him of Dr. Kroger. Once he was in that house, I don't think he was constantly suppressing Dr. Kroger stuff. Mm-hmm. So I took one point away because he was missing Dr. Kroger, but I left the other seven because of all the crazy, just little house things. Like, that's my favorite wall. That's yeah. my... The, the nail was bothering me and stuff. I was like, he did a lot. Like, this light is, you know, one inch off. Yeah, no. I, yeah, I left him with seven, so... A to the Z. All right, I think that's it. Yep. Rate this episode. Okay. I feel like you should go first. I will go this first. This isn't going to be good. Okay. What a letdown, in my opinion. Season opener, so, so, so weak compared to Biggest Fan. 
I'm giving it a low rating, but only because of the big expectations. I'm going to give it a 5 out of 10. Mm. Okay. Which, compared to last season, 9 out of 10 to a 5 out of 10 with season openers. Season yeah. 7 isn't looking too hot. Well, I'm, uh, I think I'll stick with mine. I think that for Dr. Kroger's sake, it deserved maybe a, a half point higher, but then the quality of the episode was like a half point lower, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because, because, again, Dr. Kroger wasn't essential to the show, but also he was still obviously a cast member. He was beloved by his, you know, his peers and stuff so they did have to they did have to acknowledge that he had passed away yeah so if you think like oh well come on like a season opener could have been so funny like it could have been you know so action-packed it's like yeah but also they were literally having to work with a cast member who had passed away and not make it so sad right because you wouldn't want a season opener to be so so sad yeah like well we're gonna do this really well like no they were trying to honor this man who was a you know semi full-time cast member and not go super super overly the top funny it was just very like um i like a lukewarm episode but i feel like it almost had to be that way you know what i mean because like how tough is that like you you have that yeah you have that task that you have to, it's not like, again, it's not like, oh, Biddy Shram left us. That like, that was her fault. We can do whatever we want. It's like, no, someone actually died and it's actually serious. And they were like the one serious character. Yeah. So, I, you know, I didn't want to be too hard on it because I do agree just in general, like season opener, that kind of stinks, but that it was, um, it wasn't so stand out that. Because, like, think think about, like, if, like, this was jury duty or jury duty quality and also Dr. Kroger actually died mm-hmm. in the episode, that would be a weird, like, mix of things happening. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Like, well, it was really, really good, but I can't believe, like, Dr. Kroger died. Like, Stanley Campbell died. So I feel like it's just very, like, let's honor him. Let's get through this episode and through this time and then let's move on is probably what. You know what I mean? So, with that being said, it was a solid season opener for what it was. They did a great job honoring Stanley Camel. I felt the episode wasn't too anything. It wasn't too funny, but it wasn't too somber. And it also wasn't too into the case. It was very monk-centric, helping him through his problems. And I felt like it was a nice way to have a standard monk episode, but weave in the loss of Dr. Kroger into the mix. So, I'm going with a 10.75. Yeah. I was gonna give it a six out of ten, but something about just replacing Doctor Doctor Kroger with someone just so like reminiscent and similar to him was just did not sit right with me. I don't know that I feel like Doctor Kroger's new replacement is just that, just a replacement. Right. Again, and and, and again, it's like it's it's tough because to have to move on you know what i mean it's like the show must go on like literally Mm -hmm. so what a task that was to again the not not i say not the premise of monk but one of the things is that he has to have a therapist just like he has to have an assistant to make it work like 
he's so crazy. He's got to have a therapist. Yeah. He can't very well not have one. But I again, we talked about it. I agree with you with what you said. Wait two episodes and then move on. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, what the, again? Just to reiterate, just a little bit, what they probably were thinking was if we give him a new therapist now, we can move on instead of in a couple of episodes bringing up his death again, trying to fit this new character in. Just replace him and move on. I mean, I don't know what else what they would be thinking, you know? I don't I don't know what else other logic that would be other than to let's continue on with the show. So, yeah. but as they are going to, we are also going to move on. We are going to hit up season seven, seven. episode two next week. And I'm sure it'll be a better episode. You know what, Janice? You know what's something that we should do? At the end of every episode, you should tell me the title of the next episode to get me all hyped up. I don't like that, though. Because, for one, I don't even know the next episode. I am looking up right now. No, but I but I don't want to know it. That's the thing. I, I don't want to know the next episode. That's also why I get mad whenever you scroll over, because I'm like, I can literally go, because I don't know the order of things. I don't know the order until we do them, and then I'm like, I have to know them all, so... I like the surprise. I don't get very many surprises because I don't, don't, I know things, you know? Yeah. So I don't like to know. And and plus I don't, I also don't like the concept of getting something in your head that you think it's going to be. And then you're like, oh, I thought it was going to be about this. And then it's just totally, like that would suck. That would suck. Yeah. Cause you could have this whole thing in your head. Like I thought I was going to do this. Yeah. And yeah, I don't think it's a good idea. Beep, 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 Fine. Beep, beep. Agreed. <sighs> All right, guys. I don't know how to end this. I know. We are going to... Um, lament. Mint. Lament. Lament. Like, I don't know? need a mento. I've already minted. I've already minted, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, we want you to man out the, man out the plan. Yeah. It's been pretty cute. I don't cute. like it. <gasps> what? I thought it was cute. I, it's funny. I don't like it. Oh, yeah, we talked about... Oh, my gosh, that's so funny. We were talking about the brother. We did, but he was on Monk. Remember? Man with the Plan is starring Matt LeBlanc. His brother on the show is Kevin Nealon, and he was in Mr. Monk in the Asylum. Which I also mentioned with the star-shaped nozzle. No, I didn't even pay attention. I was on the floor rolling around. (laughs) Yeah, so Kevin Nealon was on Mr. Monk in the Asylum. He's the guy who mirrors everybody's personalities. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. All right, guys. We're going to go. I don't know what Noah's going to do. I'm going to decorate for Christmas. I don't know what I'm going to do. So I'm doing it. I'm going to go edit my vlog. Oh, Noah's going to edit the vlog. I'm pretty sure I said at the end of the episode anyways, but follow me. Follow me. Subscribe to me on YouTube. Noah Hernandez is my channel. Yeah. You say it at the end, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Subscribe to my YouTube. Noah Hernandez on YouTube. No, that isn't it. That's, no, that's it. That's gotta be it. Something like that, yeah. Okay, well. All right, guys, we're out. Adios. We'll see you for episode two. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to the Junk Monk Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us at Junk Monk Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you want to know more about Candice, she's at Hardens and Hardhats on Instagram. And if you want to know more about me, Noah L., subscribe to my vlog, Noah Hernandez, on YouTube. 
Also, you can leave us a voicemail at 323-366-0477 with your questions, comments, or just to show us some love. Don't forget to catch up on Monk with Amazon Prime Video or Peacock TV. And of course, subscribe to our show. You'll thank me later.